Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast for round three, 2017. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who is shocked that the Tasmanian government has put out the idea of accepting the Gold Coast Suns. It's Adam Rosenbachs. Well, firstly, uh, just why are we even talking about the Suns? What They're flying. Yeah, I thought that they've... Uh, I mean... The, the crowds they get up there are enormous. They're, uh-huh. br- they're bringing people to the Gold Coast. Yep. There's like there's 44 young people who never would have been at the Gold Coast had they not been the Gold Coast Suns. The Candyman says his tobacco shops have never been more full. Yeah, uh, and I don't I don't see what the issue is. They're, they're, I, they haven't won a game and everyone jumps on their back. I mean, you know, Sydney haven't won a game. We don't say we're going to relocate Sydney, do we? <laughs> we're not moving the Swans to Tassie. Bring them down to Launceston. Yeah. Oh, I just think it's premature, Michael. The, the Gold Coast Suns are tracking as everyone hoped they would. Okay, the car Michael Hunt experiment failed slightly. Mm. All right, Gary Ablett wants to leave. He doesn't want to be there anymore. All right, Rodney is just about to get sacked. Yes, they've got a new, uh, what is he, uh, chief of football. Yes, their president's a bit of a fuckhead. Yep. Uh, sure, they're uh, terrible on the field and no one wants to play for them and mm. everyone seems to be leaving. But apart from that, tell me one thing completely fine. that the Gold Coast Suns are doing wrong. Now, we are saying this at uh, 2.30 roughly, oh, sorry, 12.30 roughly in Melbourne time. Yes. So, there's about four hours before they take on the Hawks, so there could be a different story by the end of the day. Well, I mean, you know I mean, what? We could have egg on our face. Oh, that is, there is no doubt. I mean, probably if we... Maybe we should do half now, half later, and come back and say, Afterwards. Alistair Clarks has just been sacked <laughs> after the Gold Coast Suns won One by life. 22 goals. <laughs> it was incredible. And you know what, uh, Tassie, how about, how about you don't get a team first? How about we slowly move our way down to Tasmania? I think it's a big jump. Why not a team on King Island? Oh, okay, bit by bit, you think? Yeah, because, you know, a lot of players say they get homesick, they don't mm-hmm. want to be too far from their family. King Island, it's not as far as Tassie, it's yeah. in Bass Strait. Okay. I'm sure they've got football fields there, I've never been down there. They've got golf courses, they must have football fields. Well, the Tasmanian dudes, said they're keen for a team, and they mm. put up their hand in case the Gold Coast Suns collapse. Uh-huh. That's the idea behind it. They said, we're happy to take them. They're not saying which town, Hobart, Launceston, whatever. It's got to be Hobart, doesn't it? He presumes so by the fact that's the kind of capital. I it's suppose. a hub. Yeah. Um, head down. The players would love a market on a Sunday morning. They would love it to head down to Salamanca. And you know what You know what footy players love? They love modern art. Mm-hmm. And if they're heading to, to Mona, mm. so as a, as a group bonding experience, when they're looking at, the, say, the wall of vaginas, mm-hmm. down, down at Mona, and they're just going, that, I mean, this has brought us all closer together. Yeah. We feel like we're, feel like a, it's, not, it's a Sunday morning, but yeah. it feels like a Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> So do you think we can have a team in Tassie? I reckon we could, but uh, I think they're taking a softly, softly approach, obviously. I mean, it's not, it's you know, a couple of decades maybe. By the fact that it's going to take a couple of decades for GWS and Suns to actually get a foothold as well. Do you reckon we'll get, they will get rid of the Gold Coast Suns? Like, because they're pouring a lot of money into it. It's, 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 it's an empty pot. They're just 
wasting money up there. Well, they're saying if they collapse, but also it's, the, it's up to the AFL to support it, to keep it going. Well, I mean, yeah. it's, not a, it's not a regular team. It's not like a, uh, I don't know, Geelong or a Richmond or something. Like An it's, established team. Yeah, it's a, it's a team actually funded by the AFL. So it'd have to take the AFL to say, no, we don't want to fund you anymore, and then Tasmania to go, hey, come on down. Yeah. But then they couldn't, they couldn't go down there as the Suns, could they? A failed franchise. They've got to start up another one. Well, yeah, the, the Devils is obviously the... Uh, Brilliant. The oh, first okay. one off the top of the head. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, but, I mean, the sun in Hobart is actually very intense. Yeah, well, that's right. No, it's only so, so, therefore, you know, in winter you feel like you're getting burnt. Yeah. So it's a dangerous place to be. I, I don't think they can uh, fund it down there. Maybe, um, I mean, they've already got home games in Lonnie and, and Hobart mm. for Hawthorne and, and North Melbourne, they respectively. Do. I saw that. They've got Hawthorne there till 2020, and I think it's North Melbourne till 2021. So they've got their footy fix. It's not weird when they have contracts now that are in the 2020s. Do you, I feel like that's feel like the future. Like yeah. that's, that's like flying cars. When you kind of they've signed to twenty twenty two, I go, but we're not gonna <laughs> we're not gonna be alive in twenty twenty two. Well, Buddy Franklin, his contract is what's he got? Another six years left. Uh, let me think. Uh, he went there in fourteen. Yeah, and it so was a 14, ten year deal, wasn't he's it? Done. He's on his fourth year now. Yeah. So he's going to play till he's thirty six or so, and he's thirty. Was it nine year deal? I think a nine year deal. Yeah. Okay. Nine year, ten, ten man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's playing his two fifty this week. Yep. So by that logic, he could play 350. No, he said he was going to get to 400 games. Oh, buddy. really? Yeah, he was Did confident. He? Yeah, because he hasn't had that many injuries, has no, he? No, no. No, no, really not. Like, no major kind of, you know. So what's going to stop him? Well, that's true. He's played a lot. But also the fact that, you know, he's a 100-kilo man running around. Yeah, but he's just like a gazelle. <laughs> Gazelles never die. <laughs> They're okay. I think he'll tap out by about the seventh year of the contract. You don't think he's going to play the whole contract out? No. You think he's going to do a Gary Ablett? Pull the pin. Want to come back to Hawthorne, maybe? Hey, look. Oh, actually, that'd be romantic, wouldn't it? It would be very romantic. Would you want him back? I don't, a, I, don't think we have the ro- I don't think we have the romance of uh, Buddy as we do, as Geelong would about Ablett. Really? You, no. you hate Buddy, do you? It's been a while now. Yeah. But I don't dislike him, obviously. Uh, but uh, I, think, I think the Ablett name is obviously much bigger at uh, Geelong than the Franklin name at Hawthorne. Do you, think, uh, do you think Gary Ablett should go back to Geelong? Uh, I think... I don't think he wants to beat the Suns. No, no that's pretty if obvious. If you keep talking about well, A, if you ask to go back at the yeah. end of last year and then you go on TV and say that you may not play next year. Yeah. Uh, I think, yeah, I think he's pretty keen to get back home. I was pretty disappointed he didn't come on uh, junk time to break that. Like, break he went on the news. footy show. Yeah. I mean, I know they paid him, but we offered him stubby holders. <laughs> like, he, he knows that junk time is the place you go. Why is he talking to the footy show? How I'm not totally happen? sure, yeah. But if you think about it, I mean, he's going to end up back at Geelong. Like, he's going to move back there. Oh, to live. Yeah, like, yeah. he's not going to hang around the um, Gold Coast. Even though we do love it, there is King Tut's putt-putt. Let's not forget <laughs> that, okay? Yeah. And it's got Movie World, obviously, not Dream World. Well, yeah. And uh, they've got 4D cinemas up there. 4D? Yeah. What are you doing 4D? I don't know. It's got a fourth dimension. I was too scared to go in. Does that mean the chair moves or something? I actually hadn't considered what it, it meant. Mm. I don't know. Maybe it... Uh, Fuck, they're ahead of the curve, yeah, aren't they? exactly. <laughs> That's why people are flocking to it. Yeah. So there's no doubt he'll come back to Geelong uh-huh. in, in that area. Uh, but uh, it's just a matter of time. But uh, cut it short. He talks about family things. He's not going to reveal what the no. family things are. What could they be? Is he worried that his dad's going to move back in with Ricky, uh, Ricky? Nixon? Yeah, you got to get in between that. Yeah. Maybe he's going he's gonna to buy a house that has like a granny flat that can have them both in <laughs> under his roof. He can have Ricky and Gary. I think you do need to have dad and a granny flat out the back. Yeah. yeah. I think that's probably a plan because you've got to make sure he doesn't get in fights in um, laneways <laughs> with Ricky Nixon. And also, you know, you don't want to have, you know, maybe your Gary Ablett Sr.'s 
daughter's boyfriend maybe beat you up in a car yard. We don't want that. No, okay? no. We don't want things like that happening to the guy. Well, if you if you are, if it is happening, you want your son there <laughs> just to go, hey, yeah, you fucking knock it off, Dad. Yeah. Stop punching on. Life choices. Yeah. Um. So he, yeah. So he might might be retiring at the end of the year. Very sad. He might do a lap of honor at the MCG, going yeah. around in the car. What if he did come back to Victoria and ended up at like you know Carlton? Well, I'd like it if they played hardball yeah. in the trade, and now uh, as they predicted they were going to do with the Eagle last year, but didn't actually do. Yeah. So they play hardball and then, yeah, ends up like, yes, played, you know, another year. At, you Frio. Know. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he has to go all good. Yeah, like, send him over country. there. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's, it's turning sad for Gary because people are pointing the finger at him now and he has very rarely had the finger pointed at him. No, but they, they've, they've said he's lazy. He mm. just wasn't going to contest. He's injured. He doesn't give a shit anymore. Mm. And it's like, come on, Gary, you're, you're getting a million dollars. You need to put in. Mm. Mm. You know, as you and I, who are on the big bucks here, we always put in every week. Absolutely, 125% each yeah, week. We lift. And, and they're saying that he's, you know, he's got a bit of an injury. He's got a shoulder injury. Like, how does that, how does that affect the way he runs? It's been around for a long time, though, hasn't it's it? It's a lingering shoulder injury. And they say, because, you know, he's not big on taking painkillers or anti inflams, but fucking hell, this... This has not been a good operation for it. Well, yeah. Also, there's a really good idea of a uh, hey, take painkillers and anti inflammatories. <laughs> it certainly helps. And Panadol in a day didn't really hurt anyone. No. And how's Dustin Martin playing with a, a fractured head? I find that incredible, actually, that you can run around like that. When they run around with a broken nose, and I know you're not, you, you'd get, you would get touched in the head. But it's not the primary target of people. Yeah. But I do find it incredible that they can run around with a yeah. Uh, cracking their skull. Having said that, though, Dustin Martin, he went to uh, New Zealand this week to, to visit Pops, his old man, and yep. he flew. He flew with a cracked head. I imagine that would be really fucking uncomfortable. So it's cracked jaw? Uh, no, he's got, like, around his oh, eye socket. Bone, yeah. yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And he flew, like, you know when you've got slight sinus problems yeah, and you yeah. fly and you're like, oh, that... that that hurts. Yeah, yeah. You go to blow in your nose and you go, oh, God. <laughs> yeah, you're screaming. We're going to go down. Oh, my God. He's got a fractured cheekbone and flying. Flying, yeah. Oh, that's what, did he wear the, he wear the helmet on the plane? I would say so. Yeah. I, I would say that would be the uh, – and New Zealand have a strict policy mm -hmm. about people who fly with crack cheekbones. Crack cheekbones. Yeah, they say helmet on. What's he get up to with Dad, do you reckon? Well, I guess the Dad's – because it's Auckland. So I guess Dad's uh, had time to suss out, you know, what to have a look for. You know, the, the hotspots of Auckland. Yeah. So they just go, I imagine they go sightseeing. Mm -hmm. Probably, you know, a new gallery that's opened up yep. or a museum, like mm -hmm. a new display at the museum. He goes, Maybe. oh, there's new, the new dinosaur on display. Maybe find a, find a park and have a bit of a kick. Yeah. Because Dad's probably missing out on having a kick with people by the fact that, you know, New Zealand, I mean, obviously I know it's Carlton's home territory. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> it's, you know, not known for its uh, AFL background. Yeah, so does he go over there and they just toss the ball backwards? I reckon they take the ball in the backyard, a bit kind of like rekindling the childhood. Yeah. Did Dustin, where did Dustin grow up? Did he grow up in Australia? Or did he, was he born, because he, was he wasn't born in New Zealand, was he? I don't think so. I think it's more just dad um, who obviously got deported <laughs> in the country. <laughs> <laughs> and then tried to say that he was indigenous, therefore you couldn't deport him, but the government went, nah. Is that right? Did he try and say he was indigenous? Yeah, born in Castlemaine. Dustin was? Yeah. Oh, the, the country Victoria. Mm. Does he ever head back up there? 
Like, is he ever, I never see, like, pictures of Dustin Martin, you know, going out, uh, having a rosé in Castle Maine. Oh, or, oh, lovely spot to visit, yeah. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's lovely, lovely town. Like, getting a, a, a massage or going to a local fete. Yeah. You never see Dustin Martin going back to his roots. What, what? What's your problem there, Dusty? Yeah, you've forgotten your roots, mate. Yeah. That's you, the problem. You're happy to go to fucking New Zealand to visit your dad. Well, don't, don't see you down at the fucking local fair at Castlemaine. No. Cooking the sausages for the kids. Yeah, or just, you know, uh, staying at a B&B. Mm-hmm. Like you played on, you played yesterday. You could have driven up there. Not far away, not far away. No, not Melbourne. at all. It's yeah. like just over an hour from mm. Melbourne. And you're willing to spend four hours on a plane to Auckland and you don't even bother getting back to fucking Castlemaine. I can see the problem. I think Richmond need to uh, end the contract negotiations right now. Yeah. Take it off the table. Well, I, maybe they just throw that in there. They go, look, if we're going to offer you the million dollars a year that you want, mm. part of that is you go back to Castle Mate. Three times a week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, even like um, uh, places around there, we want you at Wood End. We want you at Trentham. <laughs> you know, we want you to visit Trout from Wood End. Yep. That's a part of it. He's a big <laughs> Richmond fan. You go back and see him. It's from your, it's from your local hood. You probably know him. And you could stay there too. Save money. Yeah. You don't need to get a you know, B&B, a hotel, whatever. Just stay at Trouts. Trouts have a spare room, yeah, surely. He'd, he'd love it. He'd love Dusty to stay over. It was a pretty good win by Richmond yesterday, actually. I didn't get to watch a great deal, but when you think about the Eagles have been, you know, pretty good. They come over here. They, they started raining fairly heavily during about the third quarter. Yes, it did bucket down, and it was a tight game. But uh, can I just say, and I, I'm sure you might agree with this, but geez, the... Uh, West Coast Eagles players go down easily, don't they? Do they? Oh, you just go anywhere near them. Shuey, Gaff, they just f- drop to their knees yeah, straight okay. away. Bang, down, yeah, they're gone. Gotcha. Call them for a free kick. Yeah. It's a, it's not a good look. No, no. And I think the umpires are onto it. They're like not paying it anymore. There were some very passionate fans. I was at the Imperial Hotel uh, during that game. Some very passionate fans who were... Uh, how do I put this? Really fucking annoying. Right. That people, West Coast fans? No, nah, Richmond fans. Okay. There are people there trying to have a quiet drink and they're going, Bow! <laughs> It's like, okay, there are other people in the room, mate. No, but you're watching footy. What else are you supposed to do? You're not supposed to go, I say, umpire. No, but that is you know, ball. don't be a dick about it. Don't be a dick about it. All right, mate. You, that's aimed at me, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, you're vocal. Uh, also, big win by Frio. And I, I think we're overlooking the Tigers. They're three and zip. They're flying. Yeah. They're, going, they're actually going really well. And you know what? You know what's missing from their team, though? It's Ty Vickery. <laughs> They've gotten rid of Vickery. They're going, oh, God, this has not worked out well. What fucking idiots will take him? It'll be awful when uh, the Tigers win the flag and then they just cut to the crowd and there's Vickery, one tear rolling down the cheek. No, Damien Harbour could pull him. I mean, he's the heart and soul of, of Richmond. He's part of it. Yeah. He'll get a medal. He'll definitely give him the medal. <laughs> so, yeah, great win for the Tigers and they're 3-0. And, oh, and uh, I, I assume that they're on top of the ladder or is Adelaide Adelaide is uh, percentage 136, yeah, right. Tigers 131. But yes, you were saying a great win from Frio. Yeah, I mean, kind of, you know, Ross Lyon was saying during the week that his uh, coaching tactics should be questioned. Um, they were all a bit kind of, the way they were talking, they were all a bit kind of resigned to the fact that they were going to be rubbish for about pretty, five years. Yeah, pretty doomsday talk, wasn't yeah. it? And also, like, why do they have to be, why don't you question them, Ross? Why don't you go, like, just look in the mirror and just go, you're, you're a terrible coach. <laughs> you're terrible. Remember how you haven't won a flag in, in, in your three attempts? Uh, what's it? I think it's more than that. It's four attempts. Yeah. Did he get to St Kilda? Well, they count the draw. Did they play in two? Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. Geelong and Clement. Oh, yeah. God. Mm. Fuck, he should spend longer in front of the mirror. Yeah, so they came up against the Doggies, uh, who have been flying, and they got a 16-point win, which is a fairly fairly decent win for them, I reckon. I reckon it's great. They jumped him at the start. They were out to like 26-0 to uh, at the start, and then, of course, the Doggies are going to come back. And... You know, they, they held them off. I thought it was a really good win from Freo. They played they played some young kids and, and it was they're back. Well the doggies actually got in front 
by about a couple of goals, maybe three goals. Is that right? Are we putting up forward maybe a Richmond Fremantle grand final this year? Oh, that'd, that'd bring the people out, wouldn't it? That'd, that'd put a spring in people's step. Yeah, I, I think anything just with maybe just free GWS is probably what the AFL's gunning for. Ah, uh, yep, yep. What do they think? I mean, they want a GWS uh, grand final. Yeah. Well, they want them to get one. Yeah. But do they want they want a GWS premiership? But do they want a GWS grand final? I would say no. Mm. I, like, it would be one of the most poorly supported. Like, as they say, they say the prelims are the ones that everyone goes to. They're yep. the ones that fans go to, yeah. and they're the most vocal and you know passionate. And the grand final is all about corporate. But still, like you look at last year when the doggies made it. You know, or when the Swans won it, the people came out and they support their team. Who's going to be there for GWS? Mel Mel Doyle. Yeah. Will Israel Folau come down? He'll get a medal. He'll get a medal. <laughs> oh, yeah, no, fair enough. They'll cast him a medal. I mean, Kevin Sheedy would be out and about. But yeah, yeah, but he's he's working for Essendon now. He I know, can't. but he's the he's the he's the the father figure of GWS. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, I think it would be horrible. Like, imagine they played, say, if it was GWS Frio mm. in Melbourne. That, yeah. like, for for a Melbourne Grand but, Final, would I mean, you that, give a shit? No, but that's bad for us, like in terms of Melburnians. But it's, yes. it's Frio people come over. I mean, they Frio, Frio, people love Frio it. were out on the Hawthorne at twenty thirteen. Were they? Yeah, with the Frio. Okay. Frio, there were heaps of people. Yeah, all right. So that'd be fine, and also it's boom for the airlines because they fucking fly over, yeah, drink but, a lot. Peop, no, people were flying to fucking Thailand and then flying to Melbourne, like mm. the way the airlines bumped up the prices. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think... Hayden Ballantyne did that. <laughs> he went the long way. But I think, yeah, the idea of kind of a, a siren going and then having 500 people going, yeah. Yeah, that like, would be weird, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, that would you be You just weird. go, you know, Leon Cameron holding up the cup going, it's been five years! <laughs> <laughs> but I... I don't know. I just I'm not sure how well received it would be. But, you know, everyone's kind of like, oh yeah, good on them if they win their first one. But mm. when it's two three, I'm gonna hate it. I'm yeah. gonna hate its guts. I'm gonna boycott the AFL. Yeah, sure. No, you're gonna leave. I'm gonna get someone in. I'm gonna go back to good. the. What if? All right. What if it's a Gold Coast Suns, uh, GWS Grand Final? I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You're there? You there um, for the Suns? First time I've gone to Grand Final, we go so much room. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take up an entire bay. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> people at the Grand Final, it was that thing like they get annoyed when you kind of save seats and stuff like that. You yeah. just rock up to this one. No one's knocking you, no yeah. one's tapping you on the shoulder. You know the only place you can save seats is in the members, mate. Regular people can't do that. No, but like that's a, that's a perk of the job. That I have Really? Remember. Yeah Yeah okay You know it's funny how you make fun of me That kind of stuff Yeah When I drop my fucking 650 bucks or whatever each year Yeah And then You reminded me This a bit ago And I actually don't remember this uh, Who was the dude who signed your form To get into the fucking organisation? <laughs> who sponsored me? So you're there going I want to get in I want to get in I'm I'm in the cool nightclub. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. At the front, <laughs> trying to convince the lady with a clipboard that you can. Yeah, no, no, it's my friend's birthday. Yeah, get to be in there. Maybe we should explain to the to the listeners who aren't from uh, Melbourne or even Australia who aren't aware of what the MCC is. It's probably about a third of the ground that a bunch of people pay a f- annual fee, and it means you get to go to any game essentially. Yeah, and and do you do you have to pay to go to any game, or you just walk in and show your little members pass and you just straight in? You walk in. I think that there's restricted, which I think means maybe prelims and grand finals. Maybe you can't get into. Yep. But yeah, so any game, so I could wander into uh, any game at the MCG this week. Yep. Mm. And also cricket, you can go to. Yep. And I think get preferences for concerts. I think. What you could have gone to Guns and Roses in the members. No, no. I think I actually used the. 
I think I got early sale tickets for that one. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah, so you get that. bonuses. Yeah, little bonuses like that. Okay. Yeah. And you get full strength beer all the time. Get full strength drinks, but you it's in a glass cup, but you can't Oh, take it out to your take seat. Take it to your seat, yes. So what's the point of living? In case you get like a bad call from the umpire and just go, ah! <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And also, it, it's known as kind of a toffee area because you have to wear a collar. You have to wear a collar. A collared shirt. You do, yeah. And you have to wear shoes. You do have to wear you shoes. You can't wear thongs. You can't wear thongs, I imagine. But you kind of, I mean, I've got kind of crappy jeans with holes in them and they and let me can, through. Yeah. That's disgusting. You're selling... I, like, if, when I, I get in... I think they got caught up a little bit by the fact, you know, when holes became kind of trendy? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I think they kind of had this moment of like, oh... Sway. They yeah. buckled a bit. But no, when I get in there eventually... Mm. So this was in 2003. I'm going to find a way to block it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like at a golf club? You know, yeah. they put paper people on the wall? Yeah. From what I've been told, I don't know this, but friends have told me like... You just have to have one person put a mark next to your name, and you're allowed, not allowed in. Is that right? Yeah, I had a friend who was get tri- keen to get into a, a you know big club. Yeah, not really sure which one it was, and he was just hoping that his mates, as a joke, wouldn't be like, "Oh, it'd be pretty funny." <laughs> <laughs> we'll just get him banned. Yeah. So I yeah, so I put my name down in 2003. So I think what is it? Is it one out, one in? Like if someone dies, is that how you move onto it, or I someone think that doesn't might be it. Yeah. re-register? What I need is like a uh, a huge terrorist. You act need an attack at, when, at the grand final when Melbourne yep. are playing. Say probably Hawthorne, wouldn't mm. you think? Yeah, that maybe. would be the that would at least wipe out about ten thousand people. Yeah, that's that's really what you need. And yeah. actually, what you need to do is actually say that out loud, <laughs> and then we put it out to the public. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's why they brought in the metal detectors at the at the MCG. Oh, just for because, that reason. Yeah, because they say it's for terror. No, no, it's just people are really eager to get in <laughs> who want to be an MCC member. So anyway, if anyone from the MCC is listening to that, uh, to this, he meant it. It was a joke, and I'd love to. Don't put a mark against my name uh, for saying that. And I'd I'd love to be love to be a member. I'd love to get into your, your cool club, please. That's very funny. I'm never going to talk to you if you. <laughs> oh, mate! If I get into the members, I'm coming to every <laughs> Hawthorne game with you. And JJD is going to know that I'm. Oh uh, yeah, of course. I haven't seen him for a long time. Yeah, find it's him. disappointing. Hey, we want to say thank you to the people who came to the live show on Friday, Adam. What a fucking great night it was, April wasn't it? April 7 it was, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Adam Cooney and Merrick Watts were tremendous guests. It was a really fun night, yeah. Everyone who came along uh, had a ball. You guys were great. It was very funny. It was even some back and forth with the with the audience. Yeah, it was a great a night. Questions put out from the audience. And uh, the couple, the mixed marriage couple. Yes. <laughs> Spons and Collingwood in the front row. Yeah. Uh, and also, very special occasion. My live show at the Melbourne Comedy Festival oh, yeah. starts tomorrow, Monday night, 9.45 at the Imperial Hotel. Uh, it goes through to the 23rd. Hey, it's 14 shows all up. You can get tickets at uh, go to comedyfestival.com.au, type in my name, Michael Chamberlain, Chamberlain. And yep. also, quick thing, uh, there was someone at the audience on Friday night who said, is the material the same as the one that I put out, the album, is quote-unquote album, oh, yeah. two weeks ago, which is still available for download. And it's not, completely different. So completely. it's an t- entirely new hour. Entirely new hour. So if you enjoyed that one, get down to see you at the Imperial at 9.45. Yes. And just on our Friday night show, we are going to put that up, but uh, we need to listen to it and we need to make some heavy edits in there. There were some <laughs> things said that are not for uh, public consumption. Yeah. So if you're there on the night, you got some uh, you got some stories that probably won't be for the for the, for the masses. Yeah, yeah. Which was part of the kind of fun of coming to live shows and that you get yeah the, uh, you get a little bit more than unfiltered. we can put out there. Yeah. yeah. So you you can't find out. Uh, 
when we listed every player that's got a cocaine habit. <laughs> you will never know who they were unless you were there that night. You can't find out how many players have killed someone else and had their teammates help them bury bodies. Yeah, true. Just true. those little things. Although I will say uh, they're most likely from the Eagles uh, yeah. during <laughs> <laughs> a certain rain. Hey, can we talk about uh, – we were talking about the, the, the Footscray game before. Liam Pickens' injury. Did you see that? He got KO'd. He did. And then Basil Zemplis. So he gets knocked out. The, the, the play kind of rolls on because someone basically someone lands on his head with their hip. Ouch. Knocks him out. So he's a grand to ground, knocks down. And he did the thing, the, the – the hands in the air, yeah, kind of the, creepy. The rigid thing. Yeah, l- almost like doing the thriller dance. Yeah, a little bit like that, yeah. But you're lying on your back. Yeah, and you're, that's you're, when you know they're truly... Yeah, your eyes uh, have rolled back in your head. Yeah. And then Basil Zemplis, so the play went on and then uh, it looked like Nathan Five had... Well, he had the ball and he put his hands up. Did you see that? And so Basil Zemplis went, oh, great, you know, great sportsmanship from Nat Five. But then when you watch it closely, you go, no, no, no. He'd been given a free kick... And he was like, I'm not, I'm not playing on. I don't want advantage from this. And then they realised Liam Pickin was knocked out. So five, he's not a fucking good bloke. Oh, really? He just wanted the free and didn't want the advantage. Okay. And then he was upset because one of the umpires was going to uh, ball it up because they didn't get the free. Oh, so Fife's actually a fucking idiot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's an <laughs> asshole. Asshole. He just thought about himself. Like, you know, when he took all those uh, people... To watch him train in uh, LA. Yeah, we should we should get those people on the show really to find out the true experience. What was it like to watch Nathan Fife do workouts in LA? In Los Angeles, yeah, yeah. and just to get uh, inside the Fife mind, yeah. what goes on there, what ticks. Like oh, when look at him, look at him on that stationary bike. Yeah, and look at him. Uh, what's he going to do with his hair today? Is he going to be high ponytails no, or bun? He's going to drink Gatorade or Powerade. <laughs> do you reckon anyone went? Um, I think if you went. Uh, there's obviously a serious issue yeah. in your life that yeah. you probably need to. It's, it's something's happened to you in your childhood. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it's a, a very weird thing to offer, and also a weird thing in the pitching process of that. So I imagine it's not Fifey's idea. I imagine somebody came to him, but also in the idea of like, hey, okay, what we're going to do? Yeah, we're going to have maybe ten people. Okay, and you're going to work out for about half an hour. All right, that's good because yeah. I'm going to be on holiday. Sure. Yeah, sure. And they're going to watch you work out. Uh huh. At no no stage did he go. Um, that that sounds bit a bit weird. A bit weird, odd, yeah. yeah. It sounds like I'm an idol of some type, yeah. or like a icon. I think it'd be more appropriate if we just went to Disneyland together instead <laughs> of them watching me do sit ups. Yeah, and I can run up. Maybe they can watch me run up Magic Mountain. But as we know, Fifey, ooh, he's back. Question marks. Question marks. Question marks. Question marks. On what? How good a bloke he is. Oh, no. No question mark, mate. <laughs> Shit bloke. And he proved it. He, he just won a free kick with Liam Pickens. But Liam Pickens, uh, did you see this? His wife posted a photo of their child after he got knocked out. Yeah, that was full on. And they posted a... Uh, I don't know why she posted it, but she posted a photo of her crying son as she, she cuddles him and the kid's, like, crying because his dad's been knocked out. Yeah, it's really full on. Yeah, and you kind of go, why did you post that? Well, she said her son wanted to take the photo... Yeah. And I don't know, I think more just like a, you know, it's a reality check of what life is like of a partner of an AFL footballer. And the, and the son of. And also, can I just say, this, the son is not wearing a top. It was very fresh in Melbourne last night. I'm not, I'm not calling into question her parenting. But, but this she's got like fella, a dressing gown kind of wrapped around him. It's no, okay. mate. This little kid, I reckon he's crying because he's, uh, he's freezing to death slowly. I'm actually looking at the one next. No, no, wait a second. So, yeah, it's Annie. Annie Nolan, yeah. So I'm looking at the photo next to it, and there's a dog that's really dressed up. I'm on the Instagram now. Okay. Dog's wearing a helmet <laughs> and, like, a full bodysuit. 
Let me uh, early morning bike ride with this beauty. Oh, okay. Got like a one of those bikes with kind of large basket on the front. Uh huh. Um. Oh, she put a put the dog on, put a helmet on the dog because they're going for a bike ride. Okay. And, and wrapped it up. That's huh. It's pretty weird. Isn't that interesting? No, it's weird. Could this be our new uh, our new favorite Instagram? Are you a big contract deal, Adam? Yeah, I love him. Josh Kelly. From GWS. Giants. Yeah. Been offered, they say, nine million over nine years by North. Everyone, people love to, they love to throw around the million dollar mark, don't they? Yeah, it's, it's, a, it's an interesting one. Interesting one by the fact it's a long time again. Like, I, I mean, Buddy kind of kicked that one off. Well, actually, Al Clark, um, not Al Clarkson, um, Alistair Lynch. Oh, yeah, he had a 10-year deal to go yeah, to Brisbane, yeah. didn't he? and then he? they waited forever and then they did it to Buddy. Yeah. And now a nine-year one. Now, now... I, I, I suppose one of the reasons that you can't really do, like, a 10-year deal is because you need to see what the player's going to be like. So that yeah. usually will take four or five years into their career. And also the fact that by the end of nine years, a million dollars may not be that much. I mean, obviously it's a lot. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. But in terms of the scheme of how the salary cap will increase. Oh, no, in nine years' time, that's a pittance. Hmm. Like, that'd be embarrassing. Everyone would be laughing that Josh <laughs> Kelly got... Go, you on a mill? Yeah. Oh, you fucking idiot! He'd be walking around North, like North Melbourne, jump with holes in them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's fucking embarrassing. Is he going to show up to the ground and be busking out the front before yeah. he goes in and plays? Oh, the people that'll be walking past him, like Aaron Mullet, the <laughs> seven million dollar man, we call him, and he's just like you know one of their shit players. Yeah. But uh, actually, uh, Leon Cameron put it out there that maybe it's a tactic now. The play, the clubs will offer or put out that they're offering contracts to play to players yep. just to kind of put get in their head to uh, disrupt the club so it becomes a talking point for the GW, GWS but north of there going hey we just put it out there we're we're just putting just, it out there put he, the contract he, yeah, out, we haven't got nine million dollars so now it goes on to Kelly going oh am I going to leave he's going to kind of play a straight bat to all the questions about you know oh look you're just taking it one day at a time you yeah know, which it would be you know Liam Pickering who I presume he's my manager he's, yeah he's, he doesn't even know he's going to say the right thing he hasn't <laughs> even heard of this offer no one's even spoken to him as far as I know, Buddy's going to end up with us here at GWS next year. <laughs> but uh, also one thing, there was an article during the week as well about, you know, Cooper Cronk from Melbourne Storm. He's yes. talked about going back to Sydney next year but hasn't named the team yet. Yeah. And so how can we not why – can't, why can't we just say we're going? How come it's so smooth sailing in NRL but and it's, accepted. it's the worst thing to do here? I think because – the moment, the moment you want out of your team, you're a fucking low dog. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I, I think that you would be ostracised. I think, like, if your car has not been torched, the mo- like, mm-hmm. if you, as you're announcing to your teammates, so you stand up in front of them. Yeah. And I, I imagine every club should have this little kit. They go, he's, you know, like, um, for example, say, say it's Josh Kelly. Right? He goes, uh, fellas, next year, I'm going to go to Kangas. You what? Someone just a little light goes off at the front desk. They go get the, get the torch kit, <laughs> and they just go out. And he within minutes his car is alight. Yep. And that's just the beginning <laughs> for Josh Kelly. He's got to play out the rest of that season. A decade of torture, mental yeah. torture. Yeah, like no one, no one talks to him at all. No one passes him the ball because yep. he's a low fucking ball. <laughs> he's leaving the team. He's leaving those. He's leaving his mates. You know what? If this was a war, Michael, he's left them in. The, he's just fucking left them for dead. <laughs> and that's why you don't do it, mate, because mates don't do that. <laughs> like, buddy, he didn't know where he was going. He had no idea until the no Monday. Idea. Yeah. Until the Monday, until he announced it. Yeah. I mean, they played in a. In, you guys played in the grand final? Won a premiership. Yeah. He's, and then he found out. He's walking around, and then only, only about 9.30 a.m. Monday. Shocked. He was like, oh, all this time, 
I thought I was staying at Hawthorne. Yeah, and he's like, do I have to... Turns out, after all the meetings that my manager has had and mm. the meetings I've had yeah. with the Sydney Swans, yeah. it turns out I'm going I'm there. I'm going there. Oh. Who to thank? And see, Buddy was as shocked as anyone, And but his teammates were at because they were like, it wasn't a distraction, it got us a flag. Yeah, Whereas this now, if, if Josh Kelly, if he tells him halfway through the season, GWS, the whole team would be rattled. Yeah, they'll go to bottom. Yeah, everyone would be, his nickname would be Kanga. <laughs> you know, just be distracting. He'll be thinking about, you know, what it's going to be like to run around with Magic or Ben Brown, what it's going to be like to kick in a lace out to Ben Brown. Like if, yeah. if he's hitting, you know, Jonathan Patton. Trying to make a way to live in Melbourne. Well, yeah. I mean, North Melbourne, I mean, nice area. Oh, know. no, he's, he's an AFL player. He's got to go to Ascot Vale. That's mm. where a lot of them are, around yeah. Mooney Ponds. Lovely yep. area. They do love that area. Yeah. So I guess if you if you play for a northern uh, suburbs team, that's where you live. Yeah, Whereas if to... you play for the, like, south of the east, you, you go to Hawthorne Q. It's got to kind of case out a uh, kind of Puckle Street area. That yes. Kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And so that, I mean, that's already that's already in his mind. Mm. He's like, where, where do I go, you know, to do my shopping? Do I go to the Coles? I reckon, I reckon. Down in Mooney Ponds? North put the figure down by the fact that he's already distracted. Yeah. I reckon half a million a year for nine years. He, he's, he's already there. Like, he's mm. he's worked out, you know, where his locker's going to be at Arden Street. He's asked what number he can have. Mm. He's, he said to them, can I take Ben Brown's number 50? Yeah. Because everyone, when you go to a, an AFL club, wants to be number 50. <laughs> and they've said, oh, it's Brownies. But he goes, mate, it's part, of the, it's part of my deal. Liam, Liam, tell him, no 50. No, Josh, <laughs> and I think that's what's going to happen. So we no, we can't we can't have it uh, playing out halfway during a season. Okay. What about a mid-season draft? Well, I think Gil knocked that on the head this ah, week. I think he talked about it. Yeah, Killjoy. Uh, I'm all for it. There we go. Yeah, yeah. Why are you all for it? Because there are going to be players that you really don't like or having a poor first half of the year, and you get the ultimate revenge by going, "Ha ha, we kicked out of the club." Fuck yeah. Off. yeah. So like, oh, all right. So like Hawthorne halfway through. Get rid of Vickery. Why do you say Vickery all the time? Have you seen him? It hasn't been that awful. Have you seen him play? (laughs) (laughs) But he's he's a role player, okay? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I I, I mean, the only thing about uh, halfway, the the sort of trade period at halfway, is you're just using it to fill a hole. Like, you know, if, like, Uh, like say, uh, Melbourne have lost Max Gorn for four to six weeks with a hamstring injury, they would, say, get in another Ruckman if they didn't have backups. Something like that, where a few things have gone wrong. Because you're not... They're no not long-term give, choices. Yeah, and no one's going to give up a really good player, mm. you know, just for that. So I think in that regard, it could help maybe top up a list or help out a team. Like mm. if you lose a, a running, but running so in terms of, you go, we need to replace that person. In terms of mid-year draft, what are you what are you trading with? Like, what are you tra- are you trading with end of year picks or are you trading with? Well, again, if, if it's a draft, I suppose you're just picking from the VFL or you know the sub leagues. But if it's, a, I don't know how it works for a trade mm. as such. Yeah, that's a, a very good question. That's probably that's probably why Gil put it to bed because they said, "What are we trading with?" And he's like, oh, oh, fuck, I, don't know. I don't know, man." <laughs> okay, footballers in real life. We have one here from Jason. Uh, a couple actually. Uh, I was at the Gabba watching Brisbane play North Melbourne in 2004 when I went to the toilet late in the last quarter when Lee, Mat- Lee Matthews came in, presumably on the way down from the ground to th- from the box, and stood next to me at the urinal. My seven-year-old mind nearly exploded at the thought of the man standing next to me. He was a child at the time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, got a seven-year-old. Yes, he wasn't concussed when he was young. Last year, about July, I went down. I was down visiting Melbourne when I jumped on the City Circle tram. I looked up and standing in front of me was Mike Sheehan. Should have abused him on why Zach Dawson had not been picked number one in his top 50, but I missed my chance. Thank that's you very much, Jason. Oh, good on Mike. Good on Mike Sheehan for using the, the free City Circle tram. Oh, yeah, that's He's right. Man of the people. I believe he lives around kind of East Melbourne area, around near the G, I believe. Does he? Or he did a long time ago at least. Oh, he'd have to, wouldn't he? No time. No time to waste. No, nah, you just got to be at the footy. Bang, I'm there. 
Uh, here we go from uh, Marty. Uh, first one from early last year. My partner and I were at my our favourite uh, spot down near the beach, enjoying a lazy Sunday morning coffee, mm-hmm. along with the dead-inducing smashed avo breakfast. When we, Very expensive in Melbourne. When in walked none other than Eddie Betts, wearing a red West End baseball cap. Oh, look at him supporting Adelaide. He picked up a takeaway latte from the counter and said thanks and headed straight back out. Mate, you didn't sell. The, you didn't tell us we were in Adelaide. No, no, they're. Oh yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Well, they didn't. I uh, didn't. Didn't. Oh, it, was, it said at the top greetings from uh, near Matani Footbridge. Oh well, mate, you've you've misled okay. everyone oh, with this one. <laughs> I buried the lead. Yeah. <laughs> um, the only thing odd about this was the lack of payment for said coffee, as we Hang had been on. there for a fair while already, and Eddie hadn't walked in, ordered, and paid beforehand. To be fair, though, this was Eddie Betts, and this was in Adelaide. So he's shown he can do just about anything. So maybe Eddie gets free coffees from a from a coffee shop. Or maybe that's why Carlton moved him on. No coffee. Yeah, or it's like you know the the local uh, cafe owners come in and go, look, I got, I got to tell you, Eddie Betts, he just fucking he just he thinks he's running the tab here. We've never we've never had a chat about it. We've never organised this, Carlton. They're going, how much does he owe? And they're like, it's like up to eighty grand. Yeah. Like, and then Adelaide out. swept in, said we got a cafe organised. Yeah. More than happy. Yeah. To accommodate latte a day, and Eddie's gone make it too. They go, all right, all right, we'll do it. I'm in. Uh, here we go. Uh, f- still from Marty. Uh, dropping in to see a mate at work to catch up for lunch. Stepped into the lift, pushed the button for the fourth floor, and as the doors were about to close, the hand reached around and grabbed the door to stop it from closing and in-stepped, complete with blonde flowing locks, wheeling a small carry-on size suitcase, Greg Anderson. Oh, Crows and Bombers legend. Yeah, absolutely. He of the he, he was one of the original mulleters, wasn't he? Yeah, absolutely. He had a beautiful blonde mullet. Yeah. Now I picked up instantly. Uh, I picked him up. Uh, now I picked him instantly as the only thing that had changed since his playing days was slightly portier. Not Jason Dunstall portier, just slightly. Yep. Anyway, we did that half smile and head nod that you do in lifts. Then we both got off at the same floor, which has only one office at that floor. That of an architectural firm. Oh. I love the detail here, mate. No, this is great. <laughs> we both walked up to the counter, which had no one at it as it was lunch. I was about to ring the bell that was sitting on the counter when another staff member walked past and asked me if he could help me. I said I was there to see my mate, and he said he would go and check for him. And he walked back into the offices somewhere behind the walls. He completely ignored Greg, and <laughs> we were not standing anywhere near each other at all. I just patiently stood there waiting for my mate to come out. It seemed like forever as we were standing at either ends of the counter. All I could think was, might need to ring the bell, mate. <laughs> Awkward. My mate eventually came out. Greg was Can I just say, Greg Anderson does not ring the bell. Greg was still standing there waiting for someone to see him. We got in the lift, and all he said was, fuck, he hasn't changed at all. Now we are both only a little bit older than him, but both of us pretty much have no hair left. Here we go. I think he was a travelling office salesman type there to show products to architects and interior designers, though I don't know what the products were. Thank you, Marty. That That's is some a, great quality detail. Really, yeah, that is a footballer in real life. That was a long read. What, what's in the, what would he be selling to an architectural firm? Like Because it's in the suitcase, so it can't be massive stuff. Bricks or pictures of bricks. Do okay. you like that brick? Oh, I like that brick. I can get me 50,000 of them on the spot right now. Because Essendon used to be sponsored by New Brick. 
Oh, did they? And so he probably started a lifelong relationship yeah. with like the head of Newbrick. He's like, Greg, I love, I love your stuff. Sounds like Ando. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like when he was living in Mooney Ponds, because yeah. he would have. It's right near, mm, uh, right near Windy did, Hill. Yeah. Mm. And he would have been like, oh, mate, this is, this is Gary from Newbrick. And he's like, oh, Gary, g'day, Greg. It's a lifelong connection. Yeah. And he goes, mate, whatever you want. Even if you even if you move to Adelaide, even if you move to Adelaide, mate, yeah, come and see me. You we can, got you. And I've got great pictures of bricks. We got you back. Whatever you want, I'll fax you some stuff over because it was back in the eighties and nineties. Uh-huh. And so he would have faxed him a contract. It just was a, a lifelong contract. He said, "You, you, me, and you, Rick, bang, sign it." I'm going to look him up. Footballer, typing in Greg Anderson, football. Oh, look at that beautiful hair. Played for Port Adelaide in the uh, Stanford. Yep. Played roughly about 150 games at Eston and uh, Port. Uh, sorry, Adelaide. Um, oh, he wasn't in the original Adelaide. He actually went there in 93. He was in the original team? No, he went there in 93. Oh, okay. Yeah. So when did, when did Adelaide come in? 91? 91, yeah. yeah. So and they smashed in, Hawthorne in the first game. He played in that uh, Eston grand final that they lost to Collingwood. Yep. Uh, and then he missed out on, I suppose, the Eston flag of 93. Yeah. Like, jumping over. Huh. And when did he finish up at... Adelaide. 96. So he didn't play in the premierships in 97, 98. Wow, no. he's, he's, really, he's really played it well. Well, I wonder. Maybe he was one of those guys, Blighty moved on. You know how he moved on a few people yeah. when he came in? So maybe he was one of them. Or maybe he just took him aside and said, mate, I, your future's in it's brick in, sales. It's in bricks and architecture. <laughs> just, design. Yeah, you're wasting your time here. I can see it distracted on the field, on yeah. the training track. You're thinking bricks. Yeah, you've got to get out. you got the team of the decade, though. We'll wrap it up, Adam. Yes, we shall. Thank you again to everyone who came on Friday night. We love you guys. And my comedy festival show starts tomorrow night, April 10 to the 23rd. It's 9.45 Imperial Hotel. Tickets at comedyfestival.com.au. Different material from the thing I put out a few weeks ago. Yes, check it out. I love you guys. Catch you next week. Go Blues. Serves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.